Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to Pack Rep. I'm your host, <coughs> Coach Graff. We are going to get into some Pack 12 football. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'll recap what happened last weekend and and uh, look ahead to what could what could take place this coming weekend. And each week we've had um, a few games get canceled, so we've never seen a full slate of Pack 12 games. Um, hope hopefully. This time around, we'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm not very hopeful. Um, just the way the things have been going lately, just didn't, you know, I don't know. The, it's very unpredictable. One, you know, you can never tell from day to day what's going to happen or, or who we might see play on Saturday, who we might not see play, and who might switch opponents, who might pick up a new opponent. It's 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 uh, definitely unprecedented for sure. But uh, we're going to we're gonna do our best and, 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 and trug along and, hey, it's the night before Thanksgiving, so be thankful we even have football right now, and um, you know, and, and hopefully that everybody you know, you love and know has their health, or you know, if they're not, you know, wishes and and, and uh, you know everything good to them. So, <clears throat> but anyway, on this night before Thanksgiving, we're gonna um, look ahead to what you know what may be the bigger matchups what may not be the bigger matchups in the pac-12 you know there's there's uh, washington has kind of come on strong uh oregon and, and of course usc usc finally kind of broke out of it. it's it's whatever you want to call it uh it's a slow start i guess but it, it had a decent game against utah um yeah we'll get into we'll get into that slate but first um i do want to remind you that PackRap is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. We have teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. Here's what you do. Go to our website, LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. 
Pick among the gaming sites legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet. Sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com, click on the ad located on the upper right side of the page, and get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, first things first, you know, last week I was kind of hyping up UCLA. Uh, I was really looking forward to that UCLA-Oregon matchup. Um, really, I did expect a good game with the way UCLA's been playing. And then they had all those guys that were out, you know, including their starting quarterback, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Um, uh, he was out due, due to COVID and, and, and stuff around COVID, and, and they were missing a lot of guys. Uh, were the Bruins, but they still gave Oregon everything they could handle, and uh, Oregon eked out a three-point victory. Um, you know, Tyler Shuck had a big day, so the defense of, of UCLA still kind of struggled, but the offense, even without DTR, um, was able to do do some things against that Oregon defense. So UCLA, they're, they're so... They're so close. I feel like they're they're right there. They just need need that one big win, that one big win to really turn that locker room around. And they're just they're right on that the verge of that. They're on that teetering point, you know. And they they just need that one last little oomph to get over. Um, but I really do like <clears throat> um, like what UCLA has been doing, and to do it with with Chase Griffin stepping in and. Um, you know, doing everything he could do to, to, to help the team be victorious. But, you know, the, those young receivers stepped up, especially Kyle Phillips. Demetric Felton had a big day. Um, you know, there was, you know, some people who weren't really sure what to expect from Felton. Um, you know, he's always kind of been that utility guy. He's played receiver, <clears throat> played some running back, um, you know, in the last couple of years. In replacement of Joshua Kelly, you know, to give Joshua Kelly some blows, or when he was injured, Demetri Felton would step in. But he, you know, he's played all around the field. But now he's the primary running back, and now he's the lead back. But he's the guy. You know what? What? What to expect? Well, so far he's been stellar, and he he had a huge day uh, against Oregon. Thirty-four carries, one hundred sixty-seven yards, found in the end zone twice. Um, which I mean, that that's that was huge in keeping UCLA in the game and keeping them competitive and, and so close. And the fact that, you know, we've seen UCLA be able to score, but usually when it happens, it's been in bunches. Like it happens in like a really quick period and it's, it doesn't really happen. Like they have a huge third quarter and nothing else, but this, this, uh, this offense was sustained and this production was sustained throughout the four, you know, the entire game, the four quarters. So that, that's, that's huge. Those are huge strides, huge improvements from UCLA. And uh, and to be able to take Oregon to the wire the way they did <clears throat> says a lot about what that, you know, how bad that team wanted this win, you know, especially with all those guys out. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I've never been one and I still am not one for moral victories. So, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, it, Chip Kelly, I'm sure, spun it in a way. And, but, yeah, a loss is a loss, and that drops them to one and two. And But but they did play them very close. They should be proud of themselves. There's nothing to hang their head at 
for, for sure. But um, yeah, just just not able to to un to really pull off the upset. But Oregon, on the other hand, you know Tyler Shuck. The the more time we see him play, the more it's starting to you know become very apparent how good this kid is and that he just has star written all over him. Um, and, you know, he's going to be the face of that, you know, if he's not already, <clears throat> but, but, you know, he's going to be that, the face of that team. Um, you know, CJ Verdell, yeah, I found the end zone, but that was not able to get going on the ground. Um, you know, the running game as a whole really, you know, that the UCLA came in and really focused on stepping, stopping the run game and forcing the game into Tyler Shuck's hands and, um, you know, really testing the kid. Well, he, you know, he showed up, you know, Devin Williams and, and him connected on a lot of plays. Um, and, uh, you know, and there's something about, something about those tight ends at Oregon, something about those tight ends, man. They always have, you know, Jacob Breland was really good for him last year. And, um, and now they got uh, Hunter Campmoyer, who's probably like that's probably one of the most brilliant names I've ever heard. Um, Hunter Campmoyer, like it, it just rolls right off the tongue. I love saying it. Um, anyway, so yeah, the, the 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 aerial attack of the Oregon Ducks really was the the, the deciding factor in this one. The UCLA Bruins came in and, and really focused on shutting down the run game, which they really did effectively. But unfortunately, the the passing game got the best of them. Um, so Oregon remains undefeated, remains ranked, remains, I don't know if you want to call them hopeful for the playoff. I mean, I guess technically, yeah, you have to think that way. Um, you know, but in the reality of things, who's to really say other than the committee, of course, but, um, but yeah, so Oregon remains undefeated, takes, uh, takes UCLA's best shot and, and, and is able to withstand it. So, uh, great game. Really, really good Pac-12 game. Very competitive. I was. Um, it's what I expected. It was weird. It was a weird roller coaster ride because it, it, this is exactly the game I, I expected to see. But then with all the you know uh, guys being out because of COVID or whatever, then I then it was like, oh well, okay, now it's going to be a blowout. You know, most likely Oregon's probably just going to run run away with it. And then I see a game that's exactly what I originally thought. And it was like, what, you know, so I expected it, didn't expect it. And then I have, it was weird. It was a weird roller coaster um, ride with, with this game, but it, it was a good, it was a good one. Uh, USC and Utah. Uh, the first time we get to see Utah or we got to see Utah. The, I think um, if I remember right from the broadcast, they kept saying that they were the last team to start their season. Um, you know, there's no other team left, to, you know, that are playing or plan to play a season. Everybody else has had a game. Um, so Utah was the last one. And they rolled out uh, so many new guys. Uh, we knew that there is a lot of production and and a lot of experience that had to be replaced from, uh, from last year's Utah team. And, um, you know, they – the defense looked – looked good at times the defense as far as young as they are explosive um they're very dynamic they're fast i like that utah defense and i think as they grow together because they are very young the, the more they grow together and, and the more time they get to play with each other and um learn each other and learn the defense and 
it's that that's going to be a very good defense um, before it's all said and done. <clears throat> but uh, yes, yeah, so they had to replace a lot of defense, and they also had to replace Tyler Huntley, the quarterback. They had to replace Zach Moss, the running back. Um, and you know the the new guys, <laughs> you know, not to be too harsh, but yeah, they just they the the drop off is big. And, uh, and and we all kind of knew Utah was going to feel that drop-off, and they felt it, man. You know, without Tyler Huntley, without Zach Moss, those two, you know, losing both at the same time, man, that, that's going to be hard to, to overcome, and really that's, it's going to take a little bit to to be able to bounce back from, from losing so much production in your backfield. <clears throat> um, but, in, in, you know, the defense, like I said, young but good. And, and they're just going to keep getting better. The USC offense, though, um, they, they finally kind of got rolling before the last two minutes of the game. So it was good to see them, you know, in the second quarter and, um, you know, at various parts throughout the game where they were actually seemed to be very in sync, very hard to stop. Um, so, and, and the defense played well, but again, <sighs> You know, the Utah offense was nothing to write home about. But uh, it was good to see the USC defense play the way they did um, flying around the field. They, they played excited. They played enthusiastic. Um, and, and that's good to see. So USC also remains undefeated. Utah is now 0-1. <clears throat> USC 3-0. and um, And I am <clears throat> looking at the... Uh, rankings right now and I, d I don't believe this is the exact same as the uh like this is just the ap rankings this is not the playoff rankings i could pull i could pull this up this is easy um but um <clears throat> just to see where here we go all right here is the college football playoff rankings um these are probably the ones people you know of course care about so the first the top four um you know nobody really expected any, any pac-12 team being there even though they are technically undefeated um that, that was not expected but clemson oklahoma georgia and alabama ran out the first four none of them undefeated um but again you know they're they're playing 13 12 games to the pac 12s three right now um kind of hard to judge or try to you know make the argument that oregon or usc belong in there over any of those teams <clears throat> but usc um did come in at number eight. Oh, wait, this is what is happening here. Uh, there we go. There we go. Okay. That was weird. For some reason, the, the rankings were from 2017. Now we are accurate. We are on 2020. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, the first four, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State. <clears throat> and, of course, Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, all undefeated. Clemson, the only uh, one-loss team in the top four. <clears throat> but when we get down to uh, through the list, uh, we have to wait till number fifteen to see Oregon. Uh, the first Pac-12 team is is uh, in, in the top twenty-five. Really, is is Oregon <clears throat> in the college football playoff ranking? Um, USC not even ranked. They, they didn't come in at all, um, which. You know, hard to argue. You know, it's Oregon being in there at 15. Um, 
over some other. Oh, no, USC is 18. I'm sorry. USC is 18. So they are in there. Um, you know, but but they do have them ranked higher than some other teams that are, you know, I, Marshall being being 7 and 0, being at 21 and playing the way they've played. Um, thought maybe they should have been a little bit higher, but but anyway, it, that that shows you what the committee values. And in Oregon and USC being from the Pac-12, only playing three games, but yet still being undefeated, they they value that more than a Coastal Carolina being undefeated or a Marshall being undefeated at, at seven or eight games. So that that tells you what you need to know. Um, BYU, though, to note, is ranked higher than Oregon and USC, um, but BYU is you know I don't I don't know if they even have any more games to play, and if they do, it's going to be from a Pac-12 opponent. So. Um, as far as my understanding goes, but anyway, so yeah, you know, it's not, it's not out of the question. Uh, when you look at the teams of ahead of Oregon and ahead of USC in in the playoff rankings, uh, I mean, it's going to be a tough hill to climb and it's going to, the things are going to get so interesting. Um, and you know, obviously the, the number of games played is the, that biggest factor, uh, in terms of determining who really does deserve to be in the playoff. Um, and you know, can the Pac-12 will they continue to have to cancel multiple games, or teams gonna, you know, try to be scrambling for for opponents again? And there's so many variables that go into the season; it's just so hard to predict. But I would be, you know, at this juncture, it's gonna be, in my opinion, very unlikely to see a Pac-12 team in, in the in the in the in the playoff. Um, <clears throat> Neither, you know, Pac-12, USC, and Oregon are the are the you know the go-to teams, the teams that you would think have the best chance of getting in. Well, neither, while they are undefeated, neither one has blown anybody out. Oregon has not had that signature like we're one of the best teams in the country game. Um, are they good for in the Pac-12 North? Yeah, but is what what is that worth? Um, and the same can be said for the Pac-12 South, especially with the state of the teams now. And, and Arizona State, one of the better teams in the conference, has played one game, which is unfortunate. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's just a really unfortunate situation for all. But we've gone down a rabbit hole here um, that I'll get back up. <clears throat> so USC does remain undefeated. Uh and defeat Utah, thirty-three to seventeen. So that is that. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> a little bit surprising, uh, really. I think to see a final score of you know thirty-one twenty-seven for Oregon State over Cal. I you know Oregon State. That's a good win. That is a really good win for that program. Uh, you know they've been struggling a lot. And Cal. Yeah, they lost Evan Weaver. Uh, you know, he was the heartbeat of that team. But they brought a, they brought quite a few guys back. Um, you know, on offense especially, they have a lot of experience with, with Chase Garbers and Chris Brown. I've, I've talked about it repeatedly. Um, but and while the offense did finally get things clicking, the offense for Cal looked so much better against Oregon State than it did UCLA. Uh, you know, Chase Garbers had a game that I, you know, it was great to see. I, you know, you don't see a lot of games where he airs it out. That's not who he has been so far in his career. But um, yeah, he 
he slung it around for 315 yards and three touchdowns. And um, he's able to connect with Kakoa Crawford for, you know, 10 catches and, and over 140 yards. And, and Crawford got into the t- uh, end zone on, on one of his catches. So, um, you know, Cal, the Cal offense was able to put up a lot of points and, and put up, you know, big numbers. But Jamar Jefferson, you know, I've been saying it, I feel like every every episode, Jamar Jefferson is the real deal. Um, you know, he's been he's been in a shared or split backfield type of role, but now that he's actually the guy, and and I think he's you know dealt with a couple injuries, but so far he's having a heck of a season, uh, and this is what you'd ex- what I expected. I you know I, he's a good running back. The the Pac-12 seems to have a lot of them, and yes, C.J. Verdell gets a lot of attention. I'm I give C.J. Verdell a lot of attention. Uh, you know, the running backs for USC, Carr, Malapai, uh, and Step. Um, and then you got uh, Broussard from Colorado. You got you have you have guys, but Jamar Jefferson, you know, and Demetri Felton from UCLA. There, there are so there's a lot of very you know talented running backs in the in the Pac-12 and a lot of noteworthy guys. <clears throat> But Jamar Jefferson, oh, and Chip Tranum from Arizona State, so many. But to me, uh, Jamar Jefferson is—he's one or two. Like he's—he's he's one of the best in the conference, and um, he's proven it week in week out for for the Beavers. So, <clears throat> Oregon State, good win. Um, they go to one and two, and, and Cal drops to to zero and two um, with their with that first win still. Um, still out there somewhere. Um, and then uh, the, for the final game, there's only four games with uh, two of them getting canceled. Washington um, ran away with things against Arizona. Arizona, I thought Arizona was going to put up a, a better fight than they did, but Washington was just too good. Washington was just too good. Um, really, the, the, the performance from Washington's defense you know, with Jimmy Lake being the former defensive coordinator, now he's the head coach. You'd expect the defense to really not miss a beat, and and uh, and with the defense being kind of the tradition and and, and the reputation of the Huskies, they've always been kind of you know a defensive strength team. You look at the guys they've sent to the to the NFL from the defensive back room to linebackers to D line. A lot of guys get drafted from from the Husky defense, so you you expect that you expect uh, that caliber and that quality of play, and that's what you got, and that's what Arizona got. So, um, you know, to be held scoreless the first three quarters, and you know you're down thirty seven to nothing. But uh, you know, good on good on Arizona to not to not give up, you know, I mean, that's what you want to see from a team. You want to see them even, you know, yeah, yeah. That game was never in question. Like nobody expected Arizona to, to really mount a comeback. Like you're down 37, nothing. Washington is, is letting off the gas. Um, you know, Arizona fought and they, you know, did everything they could to stay in it, but yeah, they, they, they fell 44, 27 to, to just a superior team. That's all it was. <clears throat> um, 
Uh, yeah, and then Arizona State, Colorado canceled, and uh, and uh, Washington State, Stanford canceled. Um, you know, and to the players and, and whoever is 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 affected by that, you know, hopefully they they do get, they do get well and they get better and uh, you know get back to health and get back on the field and, and with their team and you know able to get back to doing what they what they set out to do this season. So we will now look ahead and uh, preview just just the games that we have on on t- on tap uh, for this Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Um, but before we do, don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. Go to LandryFootball.com, click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites legal in your state, sign up, and instantly receive an account deposit match or risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. All right. So, uh, let's see. So knock on wood, you know, we don't get any um, any cancellations, but given what we've what we've seen in the past, I would not be surprised, of course. But um, so there are two games scheduled for Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, um, Stanford and California. You know, Stanford Cal, one of the oldest and and you know most historic and and, and notable rivalries in college football. It never gets the headlines. It never, you know, it's not on the, it's not on the, in the Iron Bowl tier. It's, the, it's not, it's not a Auburn, Alabama. It's not an Ohio State, Michigan. It's not a USC, Notre Dame. It's not, you know, those Texas, Oklahoma. It's not a, that rivalry. It's a good rivalry that goes back a ways. And, you know, obviously the infamous, the band is on the field. You know, that's Cal Stanford. Um, should be a good game, I would imagine. Um, both teams looking for their first win. I would give the edge to Cal. I've been very vocal about how I feel about Cal. I think they're a good team. I think, you know, I thought they would be competitive this season, but they just haven't been. Um, well, they played two games. They were competitive last week, but, but it's, you know, they fell to Oregon State, which is not, you know, and then, you know, they, they really did not play well against UCLA, UCLA, but that was, again, the two-game prepared, you know, the schedule-on-the-fly situation. So, you know, I'm going to lean toward Cal. I'm going to pick Cal. I think Cal has a has a good game against Stanford. Oregon, Oregon State. Boy, this would be so huge for Oregon State. Uh, you know, even to, even to be competitive, it would be big. Um I just I just um, I think Tyler Shuck is playing too too good. The running game, the offensive line of Oregon, even though they're all new, they're they're playing so good, and that that eventually needs to just they just need to be they at some point they need to become Oregon's offensive line, not the new guys or you know these guys had to replace an offense. They are the offensive line now, so I just need to remind myself they are the offensive line. You know, I don't, no disrespect to them. Of course, that's they're they're playing lights out. 
so yeah, Oregon I think is going to run run away with that game. I, I don't see that being a, a highly competitive matchup. <clears throat> so those two games are on Friday, um, so that'll be fun. And then our Saturday slate of games, uh, Colorado and USC. Boy, Colorado has played very very well this year. Um, Jarek Broussard is uh, is having a is having a season. Um, running the ball for Colorado, but USC, you know, hopefully, you know, they are able to find their stride and hopefully that momentum that they were able to find, uh, in last week's win, they, they can carry it over. And, you know, th this could be a good game. This could be, you know, USC has been in, you know, two really good games and last week they beat Utah pretty handily, but this could be their third tough game. If they don't, you know, if they come out flat, like they have been, uh, you know, the, the first two games. So Colorado's putting up a lot of points. That defense for the Trojans has to step up. They have to be the deciding factor in this game. Um, you know, if, they, if they're not there for that offense and, and you know, it's going to be tough. That's going to be a very good game if, if the USC defense is not able to contain, you know, Neuer and Broussard and, uh, and guys like that. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with USC. I think USC is just too talented. Uh, Colorado's a good game. I think or a good team. I think it's gonna they're gonna make a game out of it. But I, I think USC gets it. Utah Washington. I'm gonna go Washington. Washington is just especially with their performance against um, Arizona. You know they're good. That's a good football team. That is a good football team. And Utah is they still have a way to go on offense especially. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Washington. Dylan Morris uh, played so much better in his second game than he did in his first. So maybe his third game will be even better. Um, yeah, looking forward to that one. Um, yeah, Utah and Washington. I'm gonna go with Washington. And then the uh, the last and final game of the Pac-12 weekend: Arizona UCLA. Arizona. Uh, we've seen two different teams. Um, you know, we saw the one that, that almost beat USC. Then we saw the one that just got, um, you know, just got their butts handed to them from, from Washington. So what team are we going to see against UCLA and UCLA? You can argue that they're kind of, they kind of, been, they've kind of been a similar team, you know, what team we can see, but they've been much more consistent in 2020. Um, you know, Felton's running the ball nicely, you know, the quarterback situation, whether it's Griffin or DTR. Um, and the receivers have played nice. The offensive line, though, is is the story. That that is that is why UCLA's offense has been able to be as good um, as they have been, and why Felton's having the year he's having is because of the offensive line led by Sean Ryan, the young tackle. Um, love the love the offensive line of UCLA, and I think they're going to continue that play, and they're going to be the reason why UCLA. Uh, Defeats Arizona and the defensive line. Ogie um, Odigizua really like the way he's playing this season, um, and uh, and we'll see if if that can continue against Arizona. Uh, and I really do think it will. Um, but let's. I just want to check on something real quick. So yeah, <clears throat> um, UCLA and. Uh, Arizona, I think UCLA is probably going to run away with that one. But 
So yeah, just a, a quick rundown. I'm going to pick Cal over Stanford, Oregon over Oregon State, USC over Colorado, Washington over Utah, and UCLA over Oregon. All right, folks, um, that is going to do it for me tonight, the night before Thanksgiving. Um, going to go uh, enjoy some time with the family, um, some good good food. Hope you all stay safe. Um, you know, whatever you're doing, whoever you're with, whoever you're not with, you know, virtually and, you know, uh, in person, however you, you feel like you, you know, you want to handle Thanksgiving. I just hope you have a good time and I hope you enjoy it and, um, hope you all stay safe and I will see you all next week right here on Pack Wrap. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.